This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Now, if you're walking around uh, the area of Richards and Smythe in downtown in Vancouver, you're probably seeing the billboards that have been promoting a new park. And this new park is supposed to be replacing a parking lot in the area. So you think, okay, well, that's pretty good, right? A park for the residents who live in around there. There should actually be some movement on this early next week. Both the Vancouver Park Board and Vancouver City Council are expected to move forward by awarding that contract to a company to make that park happen. But the price tag is what's raising a lot of eyebrows at this point. It's gone up. The original price tag that was associated with this, the estimate was about $8 million for this park. Now, something like $14 million. Lots of questions about that. To talk more about that, we're joined now by Sarah Kirby-Young, Vancouver City Councillors, who at the time that this park was brought forward to the park board was on the park board and was chair. Thank you very much for being with us. Hi, Kimmy. So, so what is the deal with this park? What is so unique about it? Uh, well, I think this park has been in the making for a long time. The land was acquired back in the early 2000s, if I've got the date right. Um, and so these things typically take a, a long time, a lot longer than we would like to deliver. Um, and the idea at the time was to deliver a park, um, sort of high-level concept, and it was purchased. It was a lot. It had uh, buildings on it. It had to be deconstructed. And, and then in the short interim, it became a parking lot. Um, but it's not uncommon when... Um, you're looking at a park to put a budget allocation towards something, um, and that's before a vision or a design has been done for the actual park. So when the park board went out to do consultation on this project and asked a lot of folks what it was they wanted to see in the park, um, they really looked at the fact it's in an urban environment, um, you've got a limited lot size, they want to take advantage of vertical space, and so it's quite a complex design. It has a cantilevered walkway and a coffee kiosk, and it's the idea is that it has a number of different areas that people can find some quiet time and space in, um, and a playground. So it's trying to provide a lot of amenities, um, some trees and some plants and shade and all those things. So um, when they got into the design, that's typically when you get into detailed costing, um, and then that's where you see a variance grow from there. I think the other thing that happened is that uh, over the years, between the original idea to do a park and when you get to the construction contract tendering, which is happening now, the construction costs in our city have been going up about 6% a year. Um, so that also contributes to a variation as well. Right. I mean, that's a pretty pricey park, though, when you look at it. The original cost $8 million, and now we're looking at, what, something like $14 million? Well, uh, keep it in mind, like, it costs around, we're doing a new community centre at uh, Marple. Um, that one's being renewed. That's the oldest community centre in the city. It was built in 1949. So that's around $40, $42 million. Um, there's a proposal to build a, an outdoor pool there, um, which they used to have one back in the day. That costs around $15 million. So public amenities and infrastructure are not inexpensive. If there is a big variance in cost, I think we have to be really careful about use of those dollars and ask why. And are we are we estimating? Do we need to get better at estimating? Are there other reasons for it? Um, but I think that investment in public amenities is one of the best things that we can do uh, because it provides a lot of benefit for a lot of residents. Are there, I think in the downtown area, there would be a lot of complaints that there aren't enough parks already. Is this one going to fill that need? Uh, well, I, that was part of the intent. So when, when the city started acquiring land sort of back in the late 90s, um, it really was a recognition that downtown's growing dramatically, not just in, for residents, but people working there. And so it is designed to take off, provide some much needed additional space and take pressure off some of the other local parks like Nelson Park and Emory Barnes Park, which are really, really busy places. Is this becoming increasingly challenging, though, for the Park Board and for City Council? Is it when we densify these areas, like an urban area like downtown Vancouver, people still want their green space. How do you provide that? 
Well, I mean, that, that, I think that, that really comes down to society making choices and saying this is still important to us. I'm a huge proponent of livability. And so we talk all the time, and, and rightly so, about housing and affordability in our city. But you can't just build and put people in, in boxes. Like You need to give them quality of life and provide these places for people to gather, especially when we're living in taller buildings and people don't have green space and neighbors um, the same way. So I think it's hugely important, and that's why these spaces, um, we need to prioritize them and we need to make sure we have them. If you think about it, of the overall land mass in the city of Vancouver, only 11% is park space, but 25% of um, our space is taken up by roadways. So if you look at it in that context... Mm-hmm. It, it's not a it's not a, a large percentage of the overall space we have in the city. So, what is the timeline like then for to make this happen? Well, I think that uh, I think the report to the court board says that uh, they'll hope, hoping to award the contract now. And construction will take approximately a year to complete. In my experience, it sometimes takes a bit longer. So, I, I'd probably put money on more in like eighteen months <laughs> if I had to guess. Okay, just based on past experience. But I think you could see that park opening in twenty twenty one. Right now, part of this was being covered as well by some development that had happened as well. So how much is the city actually paying for this? Actually, all of it would be covered. And that's the other thing I don't think that people realize is it's not coming from general tax revenue. It was paid for by a DCL or development uh, cost levy. Um, And then uh, the additional um, cost would come from a downtown south general citywide or a specific area uh, sort of DCL as well. So it's coming from developer contributions to support growth and make sure we have new amenities. So it doesn't come from general tax revenue. And if the city didn't, or partner didn't spend this money, it can't be really reallocated, for example, to reduce general taxes because when those dollars are collected, they are earmarked for specific uses and the legislation requires that. So they must go to parks or to childcare. Right. So about a year and a half and we should be able to see this thing up and running? I would be really excited to see it up and running. I think it's a, an innovative design, and I think Vancouver needs to dream big sometimes and push the envelope, and we deserve great public spaces. All right, we'll see about that one. All right, Sarah, thank you very much for your time. No worries, great talking to you. That is Sarah Kirby-Young, Vancouver City Councillor. Before that, she was on the park board, uh, and this park was part of that process that she helped to oversee. It has been in the works now for almost 10 years. 2011 was when it was first proposed, and this is a pretty interesting new green space that they are going to be uh, building at Richards and Smythe in downtown Vancouver. Right now, it is a parking lot, uh, but the signs are up to show that there is a park coming there. And if you take a look at some of the pictures, you'd go, well, that's... That's an interesting park. It's going to be one of those things. I almost hesitate to use the word. It's going to be pretty Instagrammable when they finally get it up and running. When I saw the pictures, I thought, oh, yeah, this is going to be a popular spot for people. So hopefully they'll get that done soon because that area could certainly use some more green space. My understanding is something like 30,000 people live within a five-minute walk of that potential new park. So, yeah, they could certainly use that green space.